everyone, welcome to the second episode of Onyx Box. And today I am going to do a kind of a mashup of two of the things that I love the most K pop and witchcraft. How the heck am I going to do this? Well, Monday, the April 60th, one of my favorite K-pop groups, G-Idol, or just Idol, dropped the new, their new comeback, which the title track is Oh My God, literally, that's the name of the song. And when I watched it, uh, two things came to my mind. First, it's beautiful both the song and the music video and the second there's so much hidden things there there's so much symbology and there are so much things beneath the surface and i really wanted to make an analysis from about it i've seen on the internet a lot of people talking about it because it's a very different songs, not something you usually see in K-pop, especially because it seems to have a lesbian undertone to it, which is pretty amazing in my opinion, not, not everyone would have the courage to do that, especially in the homophobic South Korea. And I've seen a lot of analysis and most of them were an doing in a kind of a Christian point of view. And even though I know the great majority of religious people in Korea are Catholic, I decided that I needed to put another type of point of view there. And it's going to be the pagan slash new pagan view. Because, well, the, the movie The Witch was made very very specifically in the christian view of witchcraft but i've seen many 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 pagan witches because they're christian witches many many pagan witches analyzing that in a different way and saw that much more as an initiation process than as a pact with the devil like the whole movie suggested it would happen so I thought, why the heck not? I will bring a little bit of the vision of a, a witch still studying, but I wanted to share it with you guys. Also, before we get actually into the analysis, I highly recommend you to watch the music video and pay attention to almost everything you can and also if you want to play one more time, just enjoy the song, do it. Seriously, this song is amazing. So, let's get to the analysis. So, there's a certain emphasis on the story of the MV on three members. Those members are Minnie, Soyeon, and Sujin. 
then um, since they have more impact on the MV, I'm going to make separate analysis on their scenes throughout the video and later on I'm going to analysis more superficially the other three members since first they appear last and second the scenes they, they appear don't seem to be that important to the story later on after anal I analyze the MV I'm going to analyze the lyrics of the song so I'm first going to analysis mini then Suyong, then finally Sujin, and after that it will be Ugi, Myeon, and Shuha. Just after that, the lyrics, because there are certain aspects of the lyrics and all that I want to give more attention to. So that way is more organized and easier for me to explain to you without it getting much confusing especially because you aren't seeing the things that I'm going to point out since you're just listening to me. I hope that helps your understanding and I hope you enjoy this analysis. So, in the very beginning of the music video we see Minnie being literally dragged by two men and everything is white the walls, the ceiling, the floor and the clothes and in the next part we see Minnie alone in a room that is just as white seriously, it's everything white for me, my, I interpreted that as in, a, in two ways that can interact with each other. The first thing I thought was a mental institution. Remember, I am a psychology student, we study those things. And especially here in Brazil, there is a movement against sad mental institutions. So I have a lot I have a very negative vision of this and also a very critic one because of the reasons we don't do that anymore here in Brazil. I don't know how it's like in the country you live. But historically all the mental institutions used to have a lot of women that were neither categorized as hysteric or nymphomaniacs. The hysterical women had diseases and things that the medicine of the time couldn't tell what it was. They could they stopped seeing even though their eyes were biologically functioning. They couldn't eat or drink properly and all that. Freud studied them a lot. A huge thing for psychoanalysis was the study of the hysterical women. And almost everything that they, they didn't know what it was, was happening and it was to a woman, they said he was hysteria. And they said that is a disease from the uterus. 
who had start who started to like walking around the body and make the woman have such weird with a lot of you know quotes no not really weird behaviors or behaviors that weren't well seen in the society back then for example women who didn't want to have to get married or women who did get married but didn't want to have kids women who were sexually attracted to other women women who wanted to have sexual freedom and everything of the source if you weren't the that fine spouse archetype they painted you to be you were going to send to be sent to that mental institution unless you were really good at hiding it so and this marks a huge huge discrimination against women because it's even kind of common here in Brazil I don't know if what is it like in your country where here in Brazil it's very common for a guy when he breaks up with a woman he's to say that that woman was crazy oh we broke up because I don't know she was crazy why crazy she was normal usually she didn't have much issues but in a way they, he couldn't say like oh she just broke up with me because she was crazy to lose an amazing man like i am which is crap straight up bull crap but that's how society works if a woman doesn't behave like men want her to behave she's already isolated somehow and Mimi is being isolated by two men let that sink in and women isolation more specifically I see like as a kind of a tactic to prevent women from really uniting themselves to fight for what they want and that isn't just physical isolation like that used to happen in societies like Heian period Japan but I'm talking more about figured figuratively I guess that's a word I don't know but metaphorical isolations like we girls usually in Brazil are taught to see other women as rivals not as possible friends possible allies but rivals we must be better than them so we can have better men and better lives and said behavior is not that encouraged between men actually the opposite they usually tell men that they should unite that they should be bros and fight alongside each other because they're stronger together and why don't they tell women that well since historically the feminist movement was exactly the union of women fighting for what they want and we see that are that there are very good results from that fight 
we have the right to vote, to divorce. Here in Brazil, we have a very, very, very strong law against domestic violence, especially against women and children. Bless Maria da Penha, she's awesome. So there is this thing, like they are afraid that if women unite of everything that defies that white supremacist, patri patriarchal, heteronormative, cisnormative society, everything that defies that, defies this thing, should be isolated. Because if they unite, those people who defend these ideals will be crushed eventually. And women were one of the first to do that, especially, uh, especially after the religion became very, become very patriarchal. If you want some more details on that, I highly recommend you the Witch's Bible by Janet and Seward Fahar. They make a very good analysis on this historical part of patriarchal religion. And Mini is being isolated in a place that is pure white. But this white remembers us of purity, cleanness. That is another aspect of what is expected women to be. In the at least it's what they say in the in this patriarchal white heteronormative thing because when the woman is pure they can guarantee that the children will be the men's children because in other societies it's not that emphatic the the men's part the the family line is much more counted from the mother Because, well, it's the baby came out of her, you know, it, you can't say it's not hers, but a man is a different method. So they impose this very, very strict moral code to obligate women to be pure, to be untouched, to be untainted. And that's what Minnie is in the beginning of the video she's isolated in everything that is pure white she's alone she's her clothes are squeaky clean and pure white too and why why do these both things connect both in the beginning and on the end of her appearance in the MV in the end she's literally being dragged there they are putting her into a place where she can be what they want her to be, pure and alone, so she can call out for help and she can't have any thoughts or any new ideas that it could be different. But she is not just standing there, there is a very specific scene where it seems that she is 
kind of inside a goblet and there is wine being poured in the goblet the goblet from very very old times is a mainly feminine symbol you can see that a little bit in the holy grail of the christians well the dan brown you know the author from the da vinci code says that the main maybe the holy grail was a woman and he's not wrong in the symbolism it represents a part of the woman the uterus which is the what gives life if you go to study a little bit of the great rite in especially wicca it's usually made with a goblet full of wine yeah, it's like the blood that gives life and or a cauldron that also symbolizes is a woman symbol so mini is having her sexuality that used to be empty now being filled with wine that symbolizes well life in a way because it's very similar to the blood and after she's filled with life that way because if you study the chakras you see that one of the most important ones is the sexual chakra i don't know the specific name for it in english but in a way they say the sexual energy not just to have the actual sex act but everything that you do is with creativity with living the uh, psychoanalysts call it libido libido i don't know the pronunciation for it in english but it's the literally the energy of life and the sexual chakra has this energy for you to live for you to move for you to find and create things and after mini is pretty much filled with life her goblet is full of wine now she starts to move in the cell she starts to search for something later on she appears with some backup dancers and they have black stains and seems to have things written on them which is kind of both a sign of madness she is trying to scratch the walls to get out of there that is maddening to her and she's also writing in a way kind of way to keep her sane because this this I- idea they put on women of pureness and all can be quite maddening one of my teachers in college she worked in a medical institute before they were abolished here in brazil and she told us in class that the main two themes the women struggled and had delusions like schizophrenic psychotic delusions were both religion and sexuality there is no coincidence there no coincidence so mini in kind of the middle she's in this this limbo 
she's still sane, but she's getting mad. She's becoming crazy. She's becoming what they fear her to be. But they are the, the ones who put her in that situation. Later on, on the video, more to the end of it, and I am really hoping you watched it before you get into the analysis, otherwise you get huge spoilers. In the end of it, you can see the her hands and also the elbows are all painted in black. And also her makeup is now darker. There are black stains on her clothes and there is a Latin phrase that's written on her face and that phrase uh, appears before in the video on Sujin's part. Sad phrase, pardon my Latin, is ab imo pectore, that kinda means from the bottom of my heart. So she got mad and she also embraced her sexuality in a way that kinda gets clearer as you see the other shots of she having that liquid on her face and maybe on, their, on her hand, I don't know whose hand has that kind of transparent slime you probably know what it is. I'm not going to tell you because I don't want this to be 18 plus rated. But there are scenes where there is kind of this slime slash liquid on her face. It could be blood or it could be something else. Or maybe that's something else mixed with blood. You know, fluids. So she kind of embraces it in the same way it seems to hurt her. Because she gone mad because they don't let her be who she wishes to be. And simply because they put her in a place trying to make her be what they wish her to be, she became what they feared the most. That's my analysis on Minnie's part. Next up, we have Suyong. Now it's time to talk about Suyong in the MV. So Suyong is appears to be in a very similar situation that Minnie is. She's also wearing pure white, she's also in that cell-slash-room thing from the asylum. But she contrasts with Minnie a lot. While Minnie is struggling, she's suffering from all of that, Suyon simply is enjoying it somehow she's dancing she's being sexy she sometimes is caged she appears in in other mvs as she's like caged like in a lion mv but even though she seems to be trapped she looks at you defying you 
to do anything against her. Like you may think you are controlling me, but you ain't doing that. I am my own woman, I am my own lady. And in this MV of Oh My God, she is showing that a lot. You may think you trapped me. She appears in the cell, but she's moving, she's dancing, she's being sexy and free. And there is the, the scene where there are like wires around her, she plays with it. She looks at you at the other side, like daring you to come near her. Or to try to say anything to her, like you really think this will stop me. She caresses it and freaking licks it. She's dangerous and she loves that. So, and she also is the first person in the song to say, Oh my God, she took me to the sky. And the scene that, that appears, it first it looks like it's a bruise, but it's actually a lot of people. And Suyon is in the middle. She's the center. There is even like a scene where she's lying down the, and the dancers around her, this seems look like a mandala and she's in the center of it, she's the center of her own self. And even in the scene, the oldest scene she is, she is in the freaking middle of it. She, she's not in the same level Minnie is, Minnie is like getting started in the sexuality while Suyon is already in charge of it, she already knows, she already accepts, she already embraces it and lives it. And the rose that she appears in, the, in that part, I, I, I looked it up and it's a very feminine symbol, it's a symbol of love of sexuality and not only love in the vulgar sense of the word but like divine love she is kind of an, a more experienced witch Wyomini is struggling to maybe think about initiation so this contrast between the two is very interesting to see because Suyon appears wearing black the same color we see Sujin wearing and also very important to to point that Suyon is also the first one to appear covered in mud and she doesn't seem to be bothered by it mud is a combination of earth and water that in Wicca, more specifically, are the two elements of the goddess. She is the Mother Earth and the Lady of the Ocean, in a way. And because, well, the Earth and the water are seen more as passive elements in contrast with fire and air, they are more active ones. And Suyon is drenched. She is has it all over her, including her face, and she moves there. She she gets the mud 
like she's covered in that feminine divine power that is also part of herself because well remember in many many religions not only Christianity human humanity was created from from clay from earth and water there is a a pagan song, I don't know the name of the original author, but it says, Earth my body, water my blood. It's very physical, because the other two, like, air my breath and fire my spirit, they're not as tangible. So the earth and water kind of links us to the material world, the world we are living in. And most of the paganism, philosophy, paganist, pagan, pagan ph philosophies said that even though the spirit is very important, the material is just as important because we are living in it. You cannot neglect it. And Suyon is drenched in it. And the spiritual part of her we can see very briefly in a scene where we see like Sujin flying in the sky like the goddess and Suyon reaches out to her. She's worshipping her. She's worshipping the female divinity, the deity of women. So if you if you look in kind of a initiation thing like the like some witches here in Brazil did with the movie The Witch not as the horror horror uh, satanic story but as a metaphor for the initiation in witchcraft you could see that there is the goddess there is the more experienced witch and there is the one who is still struggling to let go of who she was before being a witch, which is Mini. So Suyon has this very, very strong feeling, very strong symbolism of someone who went through what Mini was going through and transcended that she accepted her sexuality her identity as a woman and everything and she's okay with that and people see her as crazy as dangerous and she likes that she gets that into her and says, heck yeah i am what you gonna do about it they try it to make me not be like that before but it only took, took me more, only gave me more courage and want to be that. And I like who I am now. I know it seems a lot less, um, I guess you could say deep, like Minis has much more symbolism, but I think that they share a lot of these symbolisms 
because they are contrasting each other in these actions. Next up, we have the deity. They are all going to worship. That is Suji. And now it is finally time to talk about the central figure in the MV, Sujin, or the deity she represents there. There are a lot of things most people said about it, that she is Lilith and all. I, I personally thought first that she was some sort of Aphrodite because you know beauty sexuality things like that she's very powerful very popular but I don't have much knowledge about neither of these two so it's better not talk about things that I don't know about and actually I'm going to pick another kind of view of it she is a powerful woman, she's a goddess, in a way, which goddess we may never know. But she is one that is so powerful, her influence is so strong, that she is leading the girls to to change or to embrace parts of themselves that usually people tell it's wrong. So for me, that reminded me of a thing in witchcraft that is embracing the shadow or doing shadow work. What is the shadow? The shadow is a Jungian psychological concept where we are pretty much made of three things ego the way we are truly persona the way we show ourselves to others and shadow everything that we want to forget to to hide and all to to kind of caging within ourselves because we don't like that part of us or we are usually told socially that this, those parts are unacceptable. So the shadow is a huge part of us that may cause trouble but may also help us a lot because wherever there is light, there is darkness. And finding a balance between of them makes you more complete as a person. Because the same time you are kind, you know how to stand up for yourself when people are trying to use you. So for me, Sujin, since she's wearing black, the color of the shadow in a way, she's doing more of the, that, that kind of job. She is pushing the girls, at least most of them, to embrace that shadow within themselves. That's usually 
the kind of work you some dark deities do I don't really like this term but it's the best one we have deities like Seth Lilith Hecate uh, Hela Izana Minamikoto the list goes on all those deities there are usually seen more as evil they're not usually that evil but they are the shadow they bother us because they remember that they are doing things that we are prohibited to do and sometimes they may help you to overcome that and be more to embrace yourself as a whole and we see that kind of in the way she influences the other girls Minnie is suffering in the initiation of herself in this aspect because the first part of the shadow work of the process to embrace it is painful because you find things about yourself that some you don't like so Minnie is suffering because of that she is starting to be in the color of the shadow she's tainted because she's embracing it we see Suyon, as i stated earlier besides sujin she's the only one who's wearing black and sujin is pretty much always wearing black she is the shadow she's the deity she's the goddess that is leading the girls to us a form of transformation and freedom from what they say they should be and she appears as seductive at first because well first things first Sujin's charm within the group is her sexiness she states that herself and every video you say you see of her doing her thing she's very sexy so she appears a very seductive some people would say she's like a femme fatale but the concept of a femme fatale is kind of weird for me still because she's simply using her sexuality she's living her sexuality in a way most people would say is bad but she's happy she's doing her own thing that's kind of the shadow too she has a sort of a scarf she appears sometimes with it's very flowing very beautiful like the wind that represents usually the ideas and the breath and said scarf is purple usually two things are heavily associated with purple first luxury lust kind of similar because it used to be expensive to have something purple and it was also something rarely connected to lust high level lust things and also in spiritually speaking like in the chakras is of the crown chakra the chakra that connects you to the divine so the same color of sexuality is the color that 
connects you to the deity. That kind of aspect is very, very heavily treated in Tantra and sexual magic. I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to say much about it to don't say stupid things. So Sujin is at the same time this temptress, this goddess, the shadow that's going to seduce you but you also lead you lead you to the divine to a greater connection to the divine which is very interesting and for people who usually have this more christian mindset will say that it's impossible two things cannot connect with each other you should actually stay away from sex but to the new pagan thing it makes a lot of sense if you have a healthy sex uh, relationship with sex uh, you can get more get closer to the divine so we can talk a lot about that because they have the great right in a way to mimic the union between the gods and the, the god and the goddess because it's through them that the life and all the cycle repeats in the nature. So Sujin is this deity. She's wearing black. She's seductive. She has this flowing thing. For me, since usually this flowing aspect, it's it's usually associated with air. And the air is a lot of the intellectual capacity of the humans. It reminded me that a lot of the things we do in witchcraft are are fruit of study. And she is bringing knowledge to the girls so they can be free. This is something that we it seems kind of obvious to us, but we have to remember that our countries where girls cannot study. Malala lived in one of those for a time. She got shot for wanting to study. Because some people are not interested in women being free and knowledgeable. Because that is power. Knowledge is power. And it also kind of reminds me a little bit of the creation myth and not, not the creation myth, but that thing of Adam and Eve because the apple they, they ate is, an, is the fruit of knowledge. And also Suyon carries for a very few seconds a white apple. Apples are also associated with witches because if you cut it in a way you can see a small pentagram-like figure inside the apple. So the apple and the knowledge are things that usually are, were kept away from people from because of the church to ensure they have dominance and now and with time men used to have knowledge but they didn't let women do it and said because they wouldn't be able to comprehend that some greeks also did that i don't like this but it used to happen 
in ancient Greece. Even though the the deity responsible for knowledge and wisdom was female. I don't know, they, they're confusing sometimes. So Sujin kind of brings this freedom, the thing of the shadow, weaving knowledge and new ideas. She's the heir, she's... There is even a scene where she's literally flying. And another one where she's standing with a lot of rose petals around her. As I said in Suyan's part, roses are deeply associated with femininity, love, and sexuality. And in Sujin's case, they are red ones. They are red roses. They are much more heavy on the passion. The passion, the knowledge, the living, the sexuality will set women free. So she's kind of doing this thing to initiate the girls. Not really Soyeon, because she seems already to be very well acquainted with that. Hence why she wears black. But she floats. Sujin floats. She's there. She's the attention. She's the focus. Because she's the one bringing you the power and the knowledge. And also, in one of their scenes, there's the first part, the first time we see the phrase in Latin that means from the bottom of my heart. So, the knowledge, the passion, the love, the sexuality all come within the girls. These ideas may come from within. And she represents that she is the one that brings the things from the bottom of the heart. For me, because of this set of things, she's more closer to Aphrodite than of Lilith, because Lilith seems to have much more of the snake symbolism, and there are no actual snakes in the envy. But I may be wrong. As I said, I don't know much about Lilith. But Sujin is the center figure, because she is the one who's causing that, but the girls are the ones who are reaching out to her. Some may say, I, th I thought about that just now, that Sujin is the awakened goddess that is bringing people back to the old ways. She may be Aradia from the Gospel of the Witches. She's may, she may be Aphrodite, reclaiming women's sexuality as a part of the power. Or she may be a goddess that we don't know about yet. She may be the shadow, or the inner goddess everyone has. That's why she's so important in the MV. She is the one who connects everything together. Maybe she's the one who caused it all in the first place. So now, last but not least, the three last members of the group. They are going to have more brief analysis because their scenes are much more quick and simpler. 
and don't have that much symbolism behind. So first, you're going to talk very briefly about Mion, because she has a very interesting set. She is very high on a thing I don't know the name about, not even in Portuguese, and she's dressed all in white, has sparkly things on her face, but she's not trapped, she's not in a white room, so she's not some kind of patient trapped person. I believe she is someone who, who either ignores what's going on, or she is simply using the sexuality, the shadow, the thing to another. Other thing that I may theorize about, this is pure speculation, she is the intermediate state between Min and Suyong. She's not trapped anymore, but she's not truly embraced the shadow either. But she's there and she's feeling untouchable. Ugi is a, is a kind of more complex case because she is walking on a hallway. She's not wearing either white nor black, it's kind of a rose, very, very, very light rose color. And she, she has a very strong fire symbolism within. Behind her, you can see a pendulum that reminds a lot of the incense thing some Catholic fathers use it. But it's catching fire, and there's also a very quick scene where she there is a flower that is burning, and the flower is the very same color of her dress. And after the flower burns, she has a different kind of makeup. She may be the ones who are secretly studying all everything, but don't really want to people to know, but they have a different look in their eyes after the transformation. Because fire is an element of, of change, transmutation, and also of the spirit. She is an old soul who is searching for the old ways, but in a way that most people don't realize she's doing that. And there are scenes where she appears to be falling. So her descent to the shadow is much more quick, it's faster, because she don't, probably don't have the means to do it in a more smooth way. And lastly, we have Shuhua, and I don't think I, I can pronounce her name properly, I'm very very sorry about that. She appears all, also wearing pure white, in a very high position, but the, she doesn't seem as untouchable as Mion is. And around her you can see a kind of a five point star aka the pentagram, aka the harmony of the five elements. No, it's not the devil. Five elements. Earth, water, 
fire, air, and the spirit or Akasha. She probably is Shuha, she's probably is someone who's studying, who's practicing without a deity, which is completely fine, but she starts to hear the call of Sujin. Because there is a scene where Sujin appears to be face to face with her the same way she appears to be face to face with Suyong. And she also appears very quickly in the wire thing, the same set as Suyun was before. There might be a very strong connection between the two of them. Maybe one is the past slash the future of the other. Or maybe Shuhua is Suyun's apprentice. Very interesting if you kind of look that way. They're going through very similar things. And one was touched before by Sujin and the other. Or maybe they are going this path together. And they are involving in different ways. Which is also very possible. So to summarize. Mian. She seems to be using magic or witchcraft or whatever in a different way. Ugi is in a very fast transformation thing, but it's also very discreet. Only if you look in her eyes, you'll see something different happening. And Shuhua has a very strong connection with Suyon and with Sujin. Blinded by the glaring sky, I am in your embrace, hypnotized and captivated by the seductive music. Help me, help me, almost breathless I feel. Set me free, set me free, almost melting, so sick. At first, it looks like it's very angsty, like... It's, it's not a good sensation, but at the same time, it seems like a sort of a process going on. Hypnotized, captivated, almost breathless. It's something that it's making the person experience things she's, she didn't before. And here there is the cry of freedom, set me free. Set free from what? Your old beliefs, your old life, probably. I'm falling endlessly and you are playing with me. You got me losing my mind, you're intruder. It's so dangerous, I want it, even if caused all the pain. And now I have you at last. For me, it was very clear that she is talking about something that we may experience with shadow work. It seems that at first the shadow, the problems, are from seen from outside, but they are actually inside of us. And you think you're, you feel like you're falling into an abyss. In the Kabbalah, the, the tree of life, the shadow work is closely related to something like you fall into an abyss and you have to find a kind of monster that is your shadow. So here she's falling into this abyss, 
and she's feeling like she's being played with because she doesn't want to really to admit that the shadow is a part of her you intruder but it's dangerous because you're kind of challenging norms social norms but she wants that she wants to go through all that so she can be whole again she had she can have this thing this connection with herself and the deity at last then there is the chorus oh my god she took me to the sky oh my god she showed me all the stars not going to really comment about that because for me that's very clear that's kind of a lesbian thing then have babe babe as if you're chasing me coming make me make me lose my mind i like it oh god why are leading me into temptation is it a come from hell can't stop how am i going to escape from her the self-control you gave me was has torn in pieces in a dark black hole i've lost my mind just confused can control myself it's like a sugar-coated poison if i've committed a sin i'll willingly take the punishment here for me it seems a lot like someone who has a very strong christian background finally going into something like this like a shadow work or actually witchcraft she sees this always evil everything is evil everything's from the devil it's a temptation it's a call from hell but the hell is not actually a place and not actually suffering eternal at least for us in the pagan community it's a state you are in hell right now you may you need to go to hell to learn how it how to go to paradise you'll need to embrace your personal hell and deal with it in order to be able to truly reach the heaven so she she's kind of used to confuse she's torn the same time she knows important and that releasing some part of the shadow is good because if you don't like something you freaking say it uh, instead of keep keep keeping things to yourself simply it's good but it causes a lot of other kind of reactions that we sometimes are not used to so she's thorn like that she wants to keep going she needs to keep going but it's also weird so new so scary so but she says in the end if i committed a sin if everything i'm doing is wrong i'll face the consequences of it i'll take the punishment like i'm not re- going to regret it because it's good for me in the end Surely beautiful at first and devil at the second. You got me losing my mind, you intruder. It's fierce as fireworks, I love it. My love for you is burning hot, and now I have you at last. This thing, surely beautiful at first, a devil at the second. We think that the self-knowledge path is only going to be beautiful, but it's not. 
So we started, it's amazing. But as deep we go deeper into the shadow work, we're going to say our inner demons in a way. It's fierce, it's strong, it's impossible to ignore like fireworks. But she's still not seeing it as a part of herself. She still calls the shadow intruder. But she's getting it. She's slowly getting it. Then there is some obvious lesbian parts. And there's the the end of the song, basically. This is the Korean, the translation of the Korean version. There is an English version, but I wanted to check out the Korean version first because it's the original language it was written. So I think this whole MV and the actually the lyrics tell more about the shadow work, the initiation process that's going on with the girls in the MV. Some more relating to this than the others. So that was my analysis on Idols. Oh my god, song! I tried to make it as clear as possible even though there are certain things I find quite hard to explain in English because some of them are quite as, quite as hard to explain in Portuguese that is my mother language but I hope you guys enjoyed you can maybe see it in a different angle but there are many theories about it there are some that are actually with the Christian view that says that Sujin is Lilith, she's tempting the girls, she's leading the girls to sin, and all that. One that I really liked is that the, the, the stone, the envy, everything is about a very religious girl falling in love with another girl. And how she's trying to deal with that. They also pick the teasers who talk about not needing the divine love anymore because they are no longer a prisoner really nice you should check that check that out but since it was very christian i didn't really want to bring that in as i wanted to give more of a pagan vision to it the first time i am doing this analysis out loud trying to make it organized for other people to understand so I hope you guys enjoyed. Next week we'll have something different. Maybe I bring another story. May I bring another analysis or anything of the sort. But I hope you guys have a good week. Have a nice work if you're working. If you're not good study. If you're not doing any of the things because of COVID-19. Stay at home. I hope you're healthy. I hope your family is healthy. And I hope you all survive this year. Because holy. So that's it. See ya.